Well, I mean, let's be fair. Everything pairs with coffee, <laughs> but we're, we're going to get there. We're going to yeah. get to that. Okay. So it's a good cookie with coffee. Washington State Podcast. Here's your host, Scott Cowan. So my guest today is Tomas Perez with Bell's Cookie Company here in, well, not here, in Seattle. I'm in Wenatchee. <laughs> Tomas is in Seattle. So Tomas, welcome. Uh, thank you for making it happen today. Thank you, Scott. Thanks so much for having me on your show. I'm very excited to to talk and have a great conversation about now, don't, cookies, Don't get your coffee, expectations up. Don't get and- your... <laughs> So, well, and, oh, and I'm excited. This will be fun. Um, so why don't we just jump right in to why a cookie company? Yeah, I've had that question asked before many times. And okay. and it, it it's just it's just awesome to think about how everything started it with with my okay. wife, Brooke, and I, we started Bell's Cookie Co. in 2020. So it's been only a year since we started right. the business. It's and just a Bell's... perfectly normal year. I know, Nothing right? Nothing out of the ordinary. Like, yeah, oh no, just like everything was normal. Right. <laughs> uh, we named we named the business after our daughter Isabella. Isabella mm-hmm. just turned tw- uh, two years old. Oh my and gosh. and Bell's Cookie Go started um, in April of 2020, right when we all all of us humans were not knowing what was going to happen with the world, right? We were like quarantined. We were like at home, like literally. And, and us small business owners, and I say small business owners because uh, we have a company called Table Catering that we uh, that we started it in in 2017. It all started. Uh, Brooke and I started it um, out of our a small kitchen, and then we start growing. Out of there, we start now doing uh, weddings, corporate events. Twenty twenty was it, it was it, we were we were seeing twenty twenty as coming as our biggest year ever, and so seeing all the events start to fall down, crumble in front of our eyes, um, counting deaths literally like in t- in national TV, seeing like all this craziness, it was so confusing. Uh, we felt like in this like dark corner, not knowing what was going to happen. Luckily, at the time, I had a, a full-time job. So on that end, we were kind of like, okay, well, let's, let's just play safe. Let's just keep that job. Um, the catering business is completely just falling apart. It was a scary moment. So we we're, we consider ourselves people that we, we do not, we don't quit. So we uh, we like to 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 squeeze the most out of the hardest moments. And this was definitely uh, a time in our lives that we, that we challenge ourselves to come up with something. So one day, uh, Brooke and I were sitting in our living room with our daughter, um, you know, when we were all at home watching, you know, this crazy news going on. We're like, you know, it's just, let's just start baking. Let's just start doing something that people would like. And so we start literally on a 
I won't say on a napkin, but on a piece of paper, like writing down like things. Should we do pies? Should we do cakes? And it's like, wait a minute. Do you remember when uh, these few companies that we've done catering for, they keep reordering cookies? And I say Brooks cookies because Brooke is the one who is the, the brain behind the recipes. I cannot right. take credit for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so kudos to that for Brooke. I mean, that, this is a great partnership. I, I'm, I feel super lucky for it. Um, and, and I keep telling Brooke who kept saying like, remember these companies that kept ordering more and more cookies? I think that's the answer. So let's just go to our kitchen. Uh, we're located in uh, North Queen Anne. And um, let's just go. And we went with Isabella and start making. We have photos; they're amazing. So I have Isabella in the carrier with our little mixer making uh, chocolate chip cookies. And that night we just start coming up with more recipes. And so quickly next week we just announce it. We just like start telling our friends and family, "Hey, we started this uh, mini business. Um, this is how much a cookie will cost." How about box will cost and so literally did this in a week right so in a week wow. we we came up with like six flavors we don't like to say okay. flavors but cookie types okay. um so we came up with all these cookie types six of them which now we have 12 <laughs> okay. um and and we just like posted on our social media and and we had great support from our friends and family in seattle outside of seattle and we just quickly was like, oh my God, we're getting orders from out of Seattle. We just figured out a um, shipping account with one of the couriers. And we did that, um, talked to our friend um, that did, that is a designer and she designed like amazing um, uh, um, uh, branding for the, for the business. And the word just starts spreading. And so that was April. We, we just, we were just doing shipping. And I would, so Brooke will, so this is funny though, because, um, I was working from home. So I will stay in the morning, do all my paperwork all day because I was in sales. So my, my work pre pandemic was visiting a lot of clients, traveling a lot. Uh, when the pandemic came, it was all in my off home office. Mm -hmm. So, so baby, she was uh, 10 months old at the time. I was watching her while Brooke was, um, in the kitchen making cookies. Then in the afternoon and, and working at the same time. So working and my time and my job, boom, 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 2 p.m. It was, I'm, I was pretty much all, all done. Uh, baby was napping and Brooke will come in the van with the cookies already baked. So we will swap. She will stay with baby and I'll go deliver all around the Seattle area. Um, it was great. The fact that there was no traffic, you know how Seattle traffic <laughs> yeah. is. Traffic's so, terrible. So I was like, okay, this is cool. I will put a playlist and just start delivering cookies, masked up, gloves. I remember, you know, not knowing all these like details about the, 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 this crazy COVID thing. But I remember I, I would use a pair of gloves for every delivery. And then I went out and get back home. The pile of gloves were like, and I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. But you know, all these things in order to maintain, you know, to, to, to start building a reputation of like, we, 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 we make quality, we maintain, you know, the cleanliness, all that. So we, we, we stayed true from the very beginning. In August, 
um, where our commercial kitchen is located is in, I, I already said this, but it's in North Queen Anne, it's by the canal, and it's a venue as well. So luckily, this venue has like a greenhouse that is not on the street, but it's like, you know, kind of outdoor. And in August, we're like, why don't we just like open a little walk-up window here? And we did that. Walking score is not the best over there, but hey, few tables, couple signs on the path, on the street. And that's where we literally start our first quote unquote retail shop. I say wow. quote unquote because it wasn't anything like, you know, like f- official per se. Like it was still it was like more like a pop up. If you It will. was a pop up. Exactly. A, a permanent pop-up kind of thing. Um, right. Their pictures are amazing. They're all on our social media. Um, and uh, through all these months, we, we, you know, we were like, let's come up with more type cookie types and also uh, maintaining the, 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 the quality of the marketing part. We were very, we're very particular about that. And, and we believe that things come in through your eyes when you see them. And then you need to prove that that way you're seeing tastes as good, if not better. <laughs> right, so that's how right. it's, it's a way that we're kind of like keeping for both table and um, the cookies. Fast forward um, towards, you know, holidays. Holidays was awesome for the business. Um, catering was in a slow pace. It wasn't like dead, luckily, but it was in a slow pace. Nothing that we, nothing like we were expecting as far as, um, as our 2020 was going to look like, but you know, like launch boxes, uh, very COVID, um, save all that, this kind of stuff. But we were already in this, you know, bust of cookies. So, um, the holidays came in and, and, and a lot of orders were out, out of state. And that made us think like the e-commerce is just so powerful. Like, um, you know how to market if you know if you make a good product um people out of out of where you are um, start to find you and that start happening Mm -hmm. um, towards the holidays more and more um you know mid-december came and a lot of the weddings a lot of the, the the events that were canceled or postponed start to come up to life vaccine starts starts to be announced and we're like, okay, this is looking awesome. Sadly, we saw a lot of other small businesses falling, and, and that was hard. It is hard to see because we we feel we feel we feel that. Um, so we're we're always in constant look for how how can we help in some way as far as like you know not teaching by any means, but like giving people like the hooray, let's do this. Um, mm-hmm. So it was hard for us to see that. Um, so we that, that gave us like more gas to let's just make this happen. So mid-December came in. A lot of these events start to, to came back to life, a lot of inquiries. And we were like, um, we have two options. We either just go back full throttle with catering. And that's where our focus is. I, I was still employed at the time in December. Um, or... Or should we just like start another bit? Like, let's just move the cookies out of here, move it out of here because we knew that if we were going to take all these events, we need to 
I mean, cookies need to not be around because that takes a lot of space, a lot of dry storage. Um, and so we, it was, <laughs> that feeling is the best feeling, Scott, because <laughs> it's when you're like, I never jump on a parachute. I never done skydiving, <laughs> but I, I feel like it's, it's that same feeling that you're like on the cliff or on the airplane. Like, should I jump? Should I not? Should I trust that it's going to like deploy it? And that's, that's what happened. We were like, no, let's just do this. So one night, Brooke and I were at home. And by the way, we talk about business all the time. So we need to, <laughs> so we need to make sure that we keep, we, we make time for ourselves. And, and we, we've been clear about that. And, and, and it's been super well balanced. So, so again, I feel very, very lucky about that. Um, one night we were talking about it and I was like, you know what? We've always wanted to run our businesses, which we've always wanted. Since I was a kid, I wanted always to have my own thing. I know Brooke too. Um, I think this is a sign that, you know, we should go for it. So let's just find a place. Better walking score place, uh, better facility that is meant for baking um better retails uh more what our brand uh, is about colors uh family oriented kids it's for everyone this 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 company is for everyone so we thought of green lake because well we live in the area and we were like let's just do green lake and we found this beautiful place in green lake it's perfectly located. Um, we pull the trigger and next thing is January and I'm putting my two weeks on my job. Um, and it was like the most amazing moment because it's that fear, but it's like, it's on you if it happens or not. I mean, in some way, like all you can make to make it happen is with effort, time, you know, your strength, your knowledge, your humbleness. I mean, being humble and very humble also to know that you don't know it all. So learn from your team members, learn from, um, from your friends, from your family. Like it's, it's just all about it. That's how we go about, um, because we don't know it all. So, but yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'm going to interrupt you and I'm going to say this to you is that in my experience, if you, not you specifically you, but you, the person with the idea, don't give it a try. You're going to spend a lot of your time wondering what if. Yes. And wondering what if, in my opinion, is more harmful than executing a, a reasonably well thought out plan. I mean, it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. You, you, nothing, n- no. but even if it doesn't work, and I'm not saying this about your business, I'm saying this is theory. If, if you, if you don't try what's in your heart, the regrets real. And it's, I think it's worse than if you try it and it doesn't work out. So yeah. kudos to you guys for, for taking that leap of, faith that you know like you said the parachute yeah i have not jumped out of an airplane either (laughs) and i'm not going to go with you the first time so don't even ask we're just not going to do that together 
But no, I think you have to. If it's there, if it if you if if you feel it and you know that it's got a shot, and that's the best guarantee you're gonna have is it's got a shot. You don't get there is no guarantee. Exactly. That's as close to a guarantee as I got a shot. You gotta take it and kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you, Scott, so much. Um and that was going going to to the lines that you're 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 going with. Um that was one of the thoughts that came to our heads. Like we rather you rather um, regret. I'd rather say, okay, it didn't work, but we tried, than being seven years old and say what you said. Like, what if? I wonder what if. Oh my God, I had my wife made these awesome cookies. I mean, I had a good job. Like, what if? I mean, you know what? Life, life is life. It's in a blink of an eye, you know. And mm-hmm. entrepreneurship is not for everyone. And I, I, I say that not that is better or worse if you are or not an entrepreneur. That's not what I mean. What I'm saying is if, if you're a person who, who has a job, whatever job it is, um, that's great. And that's, that's mm-hmm. awesome because you can succeed whether, you know, you are in the back of the kitchen or you are, you know, executive person in in a big company and i respect mm-hmm. just the fact that people wake up and go pursue whether it's to go to work or to open their business that's that's oh absolutely yeah we need both yes absolutely we need both. so so yes we we have that spirit i guess we have that spirit and we want to pursue we are pursuing it right now we've been open for two weeks in this new location and and it's going awesome is it okay that's 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 great because i'm looking at your instagram feed and i'm looking at some pictures from that event and it's a great looking shop thank you and um no very kudos to you thank you thank you so much let's let's we're gonna jump right into cookies let's talk cookies yes let's talk cookies coffee what's your favorite cookie i'm gonna put you right on the spot you gotta pick one Colombian corn. I wonder why, huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, why? Colombian why, corn. <laughs> what is it? What is it about the Colombian corn cookie for you that it's your favorite? So when we were coming up with um, cookie types and, and brainstorming, um, I told Brooke, Brooke, you gotta help me on this one. I want, I want a cookie that is not nostalgic for, for not like not in a um, like not just for me but like i, I want to recreate that flavor and i'm going there and uh, and the colombian corn recreates the flavor of an arepa arepa is a colombian dish that is um we have many arepas in, many types of arepas in colombia um okay. one of them is the arepa de chocolo which is made out of uh, corn yellow corn and sweet corn and is stuffed with cheese it's it's just unbelievable and so <laughs> pretty darn good <laughs> it's really good it's, it's really good oh my god and so we found the flour that is that is used to make that type of arepa and we found a purveyor here um low i mean in the, in the area mm-hmm. and we started doing tests and that just brings me back home okay that cookie 
Um, and it is one of our top sellers. Okay. Yeah. People, right. it's not a, it's not a common flavor for, um, for people in general. Um, and when people ask me what you just asked me, like, what, what is it? What is it about that cookie? And I say, okay. So I used to say, it's like a cornbread in a cookie. That was, that was not a good selling pitch because Okay. <laughs> people, work, huh? okay. No, people are like, oh, no, I don't really like cornbread. It's like, damn it. Okay, fine. I, so <laughs> then I start saying, oh, it's like a cornbread in steroids. Like it's, it, it's better than a cornbread. That, that helped. Now okay. what I've been doing is just like, just telling them it's just made out of three different types of corn flour. Oh, by the way, one of those flours that we use there is for the, for the tamales kind of balance mm -hmm. it a little bit it doesn't make it as sweet it's which is actually not too it's, it's not a very sweet cookie so that's right. also very good and also um it pairs really good with coffee oh my god well i mean let's be fair everything pairs with coffee <laughs> but we're, we're gonna get there we're gonna yeah. get to that okay so it's a good cookie with coffee all right oh so it's god. is it more like a like a biscuit you know, no, is it, I don't no, want to say dry, but is it more savory? No, 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 no. It's okay. it's it's sweet. It's, it's it's definitely a dessert. Um, okay. It's not as sweet like as a confetti cookie, um, <laughs> right? Or a chocolate monster cookie that has caramel and it has yeah, uh, yeah. you know, chocolate and, and white chocolate, chocolate monster. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, it's it looks more like a sugar cookie, and people always say, "Is that a sugar cookie?" Like, mm -hmm. uh, no, it's actually the Colombian corn. And so I started explaining a little bit. I try to not make it too long or boring. Uh, but the fact that um, it's nostalgic and it brings me back home is just the reason why it's my favorite. Well, that's, and that's, that's a perfectly, that's the perfect reason, frankly. So now you get to answer for Brooke. What's her favorite cookie? Oh, Brooke. Brooke is, mm, she loves the confetti cookie. Okay. Um, she loves the confetti cookie. The confetti okay. cookie has a special ingredient that we call the confetti crack. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I know, but we, we haven't been advertising it like that because we're like, I mean, this is a, a place for kids. I mean, we, right. Yeah. We, Cracking know, kids is probably yeah. not a great okay, Yeah. There. So we, and the confetti crack, um, it's made with um, dry malted powder milk. Okay. I guess that's redundant. Um, malted powder milk. Um, yeah, and it has some other things. It's, it's, it's um, a secret, but um, okay. it, it gets spread, it gets baked, and then we crush it, and then it gets, it puts in, into, the, into the dough. So it gives okay. the texture. Um, and... To answer your question, Brooke eats confetti crack uh, sometimes a little bit more than than she she thinks she she does. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Confetti cookie is her favorite for sure. And um, let me see, um, corn. Yeah, she she likes the corn as well. Yeah. Okay. She loves well, the then. corn. Yeah, the corn. Is, okay. Hmm. Also, she came up with um, double chocolate, vegan and gluten-free. 
Mm-hmm. And that one, when you start feeling guilty about eating too many cookies, go for that one. <laughs> <laughs> the guilt, the, 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 the low guilt cookie. <laughs> the low guilt cookie. Okay. I mean, you've got a lot. I mean, we've, we, you know, we've talked about something you've got. So tell us about why did you name the, the bells, the bells. And let's talk about that one. Cause that's, I'm going to be honest with you. It's an interesting combination for a cookie. Yeah. And that one, that one, you know, I mean, I have to say there's not one that doesn't set like you're like, Oh, guys, are we only, we only sold, you know, 10 of these, like they all sell. So yes, that one is people get really intricate about that one. Um, The bells, it's inspired by using a lot of ingredients as well as the pantry. So we can talk about that one too. But okay. the bells, we wanted to give the the balance of something salty. Um, something salty in it, like we did with the chocolate chunks with some salt on it, which that's pretty common in many cookie or bakeries. Mm-hmm. That. It's not, I'm not unique about that. But potato chips, you know, you can add that into a, um, into a dessert and came up with that cookie it looks sometimes the potato chip sticks out so it makes it look like pretty <laughs> funky but fun uh-huh. um, and the bells is 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 unique and and it's a it's um one of our signature cookies per se that one is yeah because i mean you know we've already you already said potato chip but you know reading it here it's got pecan. toffee potato chip chocolate chocolate chip and pecan uh-huh. so it's the potato chip is what got me. It's like, but when you say it, the salt aspect of it is like, I like like a salted caramel and uh-huh. things like that. And so it makes perfect sense. But I just, I was like potato chip, <laughs> but it sounds good. But at first I was like, what? But then you've got the pantry where you've got pretzels in a, in a, in, you know, you've got pretzels in a cookie too. So you're, I like the idea, the whimsical nature of what you guys are doing and that you are, you know, I mean, I can get a snickerdoodle lots of places, right? Yeah. I can get a, a chocolate chip cookie yeah. lots of places. Right. And they're, they're both fine. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you don't look like me without eating cookies. <laughs> you, I, I work for this this look. But, you know, I like I like the fact that you've, you're in, in, in entering in different ingredients to to a cookie to yeah. give it a little bit of a, you're not going too far out there. But right, we need to keep it, and maybe fun. you are. Maybe in the lab, you're working on some really crazy things. Who knows? Oh, yeah, what you guys are yeah, you will see what you guys do. which we right. have but, a line in our menu that is the seasonal cookie, and we we come up with with new cookies. So, last one we had was the Mexican hot chocolate churro cookie, or let's say, uh, in Spanish, chocolate, the Mexican hot chocolate churro cookie. So, yeah, it has pieces of churro. In it, uh-huh. um, is nostalgic, nostalgic with that yeah. hot chocolate taste. And it has spices. Right. It's really right. good. No, that's that's. I mean, I like it. I like it's. I don't want to say it's whimsical. <laughs> that's not not the right word. But it's maybe irreverent is a word I'll I'll go with and, and give you. You know, use that. But another one that's catching my eye, honestly, is the lemon blueberry and shortbread. Um, I like lemon. Lemon's something I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it pairs well with blueberry and shortbread. So I think that's a, a really, and it has lemon zest in it. Yeah. See, so there you got yeah. a little bit of a little more pop to it. Yep. Yeah. That one is, so 
So we try to make the cookies to each one to remind you of something. So, mm -hmm. so for example, that one is reminds me of a blueberry muffin kind of thing. Like the okay. Colombian corn reminds me of a of an arepa. The chocolate monster is like a chocolate fudge. It's fudgy. Okay. Um, so we try to keep now, it fun for sure. Now I've got to ask this question. So I'm on your 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 about our cookie company page, and I believe that's your daughter holding a couple of cookies there. Yeah. So she, you're putting her to work at a young age. <laughs> but you're really not. Are you guys really using that the mixer the 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 blue mixer? You guys must be making. I mean, that's just for. The, that's a prop, right? That, no, no, I mean, that's literally it. where we started. Yeah. And okay. I can't wait. Um, to take a picture of all the mixtures that we, the scales that we started with that one. <laughs> and then okay. we went for an eight chord mixture. Then we went to a 20 chord and now we're at an 80 chord mixture. I call it the tractor. It's taller, taller than me, <laughs> a little taller than me. And I'm six foot. It's huge. That's yeah, that is huge. Pallet Jack, crazy. not even three of, of, um, of us could move it. Once it's on wow. it, no one can. So we started uh, making cookies out of that one. So wow. it's a okay. trophy. It's, you got to keep it around. No, absolutely. I just think this is a great looking shot. You got this 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 cute kid holding a couple of cookies with a smile. It took like, us a lot of shots. Which, yeah. I mean, she's, yeah. <laughs> but one thing. Okay. So when we talked before, you know, when we talked on the phone, we're going to nobody heard that conversation. So we're going to, we're going to bring some of it back. You met Brooke in Columbia. Yes. Okay. So you are Colombian and you're from Columbia, right? And your family had coffee connections back in Columbia. Yeah. So we started, um, we started, we met in, in Columbia back in 2014. Brooke was doing okay. um, culinary consulting for a large cafe company. Um, like say like the Starbucks of Colombia per se. Mm -hmm. They have many locations and she was redoing their pastry line. Why not? And so when we met, I was um, operating a coffee business that I started with, um, with a partner, but at the same time, well, my dad has um, coffee farm in Colombia. Mm -hmm. And so since a young age, I started creating this, interest for coffee. So that's when I got involved in the coffee business back then. And when I met Brooke, she was doing this. It was like the perfect match. She loves coffee. Right. I love coffee. Um, then quickly I learned, like quickly we found out like she, we opened a coffee shop together. So we've done this before her and I. Did you um, open a coffee shop? Was that in Colombia that yeah. you opened it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was in the north part of Colombia in, in this sm small town where I grew up called Santa Marta. Okay. And with all her knowledge of, you know, starting a restaurant or, you know, where, what equipment do you need? She was there. Um, it was a funny story because her contract was over <laughs> at, at this corporate job. And mm -hmm. she was ready to head back home, meaning Seattle. And I was like, wait, we're about to open a coffee shop. I mean, don't you want to like, you want to help us opening it? She's like, sure. So we moved to the okay. coast of Colombia from Bogota. And okay. 
and we started this process and we opened the coffee shop. It was fun. And quickly she started missing home. And I was like, she's the one. So I proposed okay. and, and yeah. So, um, coffee. Yes. Um, we still, we're still connected with coffee. Um, now mm-hmm. we're part of the business with Brooke. Okay. Okay. But before we go there, I want to ask a question. This mm-hmm. is self-serving for me. So I've never been to Columbia and okay. It's, in what, how is coffee? I mean, you know, back in the day, it was Juan Valdez was the, you know, the little icon of yeah. Colombian coffee and it was Colombian coffee and all this, you know, it was, I think in my memory, Colombia was the first marketing that di- differentiated coffee from just being a commodity. It was Colombian coffee. Okay. Right. But how do Colombians drink their coffee? I mean, I'm not, don't say in a cup or a mug, no, Come no, on, no, give me totally. a break, but no, I'm teasing you. But, um, but do, is there a way that Colombians prepare coffee? Is there, is how, or is it just like we, it is here in Washington? We call it, we call it a cup of coffee. We call it tinto. Mm-hmm. tinto. What, what, tinto? Uh, yeah. What in Spain okay. they call tinto, like vino tinto, right? Like wine. But tinto is okay. a small cup of coffee. Um, uh, a lot of sugar. It's okay. so, it's so, I mean, not sad, but it's like, it's a bummer that we don't keep the best coffee for ourselves. Obviously the U S so, so Colombia was exporting their good, the oh, good stuff. All of it. Yeah. Okay. It's all now it's starting to change and more Colombians are starting to realize, Hey, we can, we can drink good coffee. We should be drinking good coffee. Um, mm-hmm. so, so, these new generations are starting to appreciate more the good coffee. Um, okay. So how do we drink it? Yes. A tinto, definitely um, a cup of coffee, black, um, some add sugar, mostly add sugar actually. And then there's the cafe con leche, which is, which is a coffee. And then you add milk in it. Uh, okay. That's more for like a breakfast so- kind of thing. So um, it's fairly similar to your, your standard, what, you know, Americanized Italian versions of coffee, the latte, the cappuccino and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Okay. I mean, especially in Seattle, um, people know a lot about, I mean, people do know what they want for their coffee right. and, and, right. and the judgment is like, you know, people are more, um, they have more reference and say for like, Oh, this coffee is like, if you say, Oh, this is a medium roast. People can understand in Colombia. Not that many people could say like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. This is medium roast or dark roast. Um, oh. So my question actually, I, there, there is a purpose to bringing mm-hmm. it back to the coffee, to the cookie company. Now you guys also sell coffee. Yeah. And you referenced that it goes, the coffee, your coffee goes well with the, the Colombian corn. The coffee is so. Tell me, tell us about Bell's Cookies Coffee. Tell me, because you're selling you're selling a bag of it right here. I'm on the website. I could click yeah. on a button and buy it right now. Yeah. What would I be buying? You will buy a blend of two single regions from Colombia. One is from mm-hmm. the Sierra Nevada de Santa Marta, which is in the north. The other one is from Antioquia. I didn't, I'm not the one who says, oh, let's pick it from this. It's just, I get um, 
advise her Herkimer Coffee, a local coffee mm-hmm. shop. We partner with them, and mm-hmm. um, they're great. They, to me, they're one of the best coffees in town. And it's like, hey, this is what the plan we have. I want to sell like really good drip coffee. What can you mm-hmm. offer? And Scott, one of the guys there, was like, let's just do coffee. And we came up with this road with this blend that they do, which is that blend from that. It's a Colombian blend, um, mm-hmm. and it just it's just well balanced. It's not it's not too acidic. It's not too dark. They keep it at medium roast, which is my sweet okay. spot in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. the older generations tend not to like um, lighter roast coffee mm-hmm. um, in general in my opinion. So we want to keep it like, like in a, in an area where more people can appreciate that. Um, that's it's, it's coffee that they roast, um, Herkimer coffee roast. And that bag mm-hmm. that you're seeing on our website, is just that, you know, like a design we did approved by them. So in partnership with Herkimer coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whole beans. No, I think it's great that you have whole beans. Whole beans. Definitely. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, and I try to have them supply me supply coffee to the shop on a weekly basis because we don't want to go, we don't want to, you know, stock a bunch of coffee and leave it there for you know, months. Right. Okay. Well, thumbs up then on the coffee for you guys. Oh, thank you. But I interrupted you. So you opened a coffee shop. You got Brooke to stay. She was getting homesick. You decided she was the one. Yes. I'm talking to you. You appear to be in Seattle by all intensive purposes. So <laughs> you moved, you came, you came to Seattle. I'm sure that just went flawlessly. There was no culture shock. There was nothing. I mean, the yeah, weather yeah. didn't bother you. No. Nothing. I mean, no, come on. <laughs> but you, you, how long have you been living in Seattle? So that was in 2015 when we decided to move. Uh, okay. Just, just make the, 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 the change and move to Seattle. Made the change for me. She, she's from here. So, right. um, so yeah, I was it was scary as I was as we were talking before. It's like, but you know what? Right. I, I mean, I had nothing to lose. Like I'm young. Okay. I was 24, I believe, and I was like, there's nothing for me to lose. And so came here um, and quickly learned <laughs> that was August of 2015, and then fall came, and it's like, uh oh. This is cold, <laughs> <laughs> which I learned quickly that Seattle is not like the coldest city. It's like, oh, wow. No, not at all. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing at you. <laughs> um, oh, my God. There's a lot of rain coming down. Oh, okay. Um, us Colombians, or at least in, in Latin America, we use a lot of umbrellas. And Brooks like, mm-hmm. do not even try to take out an umbrella. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's right. No one uses umbrellas here. Everyone uses like rain jackets. Like, okay, can get used to this. <laughs> and culturally, um, there was a big shock uh, for okay. me. Um, I, w- when we were kids with my brother and my mom, we used to come a lot to the U.S., but more uh, for vacation, but more tours um, the east side. So the Pacific okay. was completely new for me, the, the west side. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and not even to think the Pacific Northwest. I've never been to Seattle before. Um, so you had never been to Seattle. So you you moved for 
a woman yeah. to a place that you'd never been to. Yeah. So I came, I came to Seattle. That's a cool story. <laughs> Thanks. I came to Seattle in, in, in uh, Christmas of 2014 with Brooke uh, to meet her okay. family okay. and all that. And I, I thought it's like, this is a really cool city. Uh, but okay. I was here for a week and a half or something. And then went back to take care of the coffee business. And, but when fast forward in August of next year, when we make the decision of moving, um, I, yes, uh, it was, it was shocking. The culturally, the cultural part, because in Colombia, in, in, in countries like ours is you're my friend. The doors of my house are open to you. Like you don't need to put in your calendar that you're coming to grab a cup of coffee here. Mm -hmm. It happens that way. And it's the way it is. I'm not saying, oh, it's terrible. It's just, it's the way it is. And I'm, I, I, it's been taking me, if, if it does, <laughs> it's taking me a while to get used to putting the calendar to go grab coffee. I mean, I, I get it. We're all busy. I know that. Mm -hmm. But if I'm here in my office and you're my friend, you pop your face like, hey, I was just walking by. Can we grab coffee? I'll say, sorry, I'm super busy or yeah, is it five minutes again, life is short. Mm -hmm. We need to enjoy the good moments. So that was, that was, that wasn't, it. sometimes it shocks me a lot. That part of the culture, mm -hmm. um, but I'm handling it. <laughs> um, so, right, so, go ahead. so when we talked on the phone, you, you guys, and I'm looking on your Instagram right now. So there's a, there's a post here. So I can say this because you published it. I can say it. You, you said you guys were on a mission to melt the Seattle freeze. Yes. Um, because th that's a thing, right? I believe, I mean, I'm, I'm not making this up. Well, it, freeze, it, it doesn't get that cold in Seattle. So it's just more, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, yes, the Seattle freeze. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing. It, I'm not making this up, but when I heard that, I was like, oh, it's just right on the spot. Like, oh, the Seattle. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Ah, that's why. That lady was honking on me, uh, you know, like, or, or this guy is just like flipping me off. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Like people in Seattle are right, super right. nice. I'm just saying like sure. when it gets cold and the rain and super forecast, um, the people's, you know, mood changes a lot, and, and including myself probably. But we <laughs> yeah, want to, does for all of us. we want to melt the Seattle freeze with, with our cookies mini, we want this place to people like, Oh, I'm, I'm at a cookie shop. I, I can be like, I'm back in, this is happiness. This is joy. And those, mm -hmm. those, you know, descriptions can melt, can take, can take that ice shell that is of people's and be them again. You know, yeah. like a joke. Like we've had so many people come and like they walk in, when you come, um, Scott, you will you will see you walk in and you don't see cookies until you see the displays. Like, and the reaction of people is hilarious. It's awesome. So we want that. We want people to feel that when they open a cookie box. Uh, the way we decide the cookie box and get it and the material is because um, we believe that good products are are in they come in in good box. So when you open that mm -hmm. cookie box, it's like. Yes. Like I'm not, my mm -hmm. mood change, my day is better now. So yeah, we came up with that. Uh, we're working on trademarking that. <laughs> so, <oops. Okay. laughs> 
Yeah. No, I see you're, I, I think you're, you have a noble cause. I mean, that may sound a little grandiose, but I think, you know, you've, you've mentioned more than once so far that, you know, life is short and take a moment and we don't have to be so serious all the time. You don't have to have everything in our calendars. And if somebody sticks their head in your office and wants to go grab a cup of coffee, sure. Sometimes you can't say, you can't say yes to everything, but, but sometimes you, I think we should all say, yeah, let's go do that. You know, let's, let's go spend half hour having a cup of coffee, catching up, seeing, seeing what's new in your life and all of that. So I think that your mission to melt the Seattle freeze, to deliver great looking, not just great looking, but great tasting cookies to, to people is, is, is awesome because it's not a expensive treat. In, in other words, it's it's not like going out to a, a five star restaurant to for dinner. It, it's it's more of like I don't want to say it's an impulse buy, but it's a a lower barrier, so you can go treat yourself to a cookie. You've got kids, go you know what kid doesn't like a cookie? Come on, now. warm cookies are um, always warm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what you know? I, I've never met a child that doesn't like a cookie. <laughs> um, so I I, I think all of that is, is fabulous. And I'm, I'm looking at your photography on Instagram and there's some really just (laughs) really cool looking cookies. So kudos to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Before I forget this question. So you're, you're actually on green Lake way North. Help me with what are you guys located by? So, you know, where Spud's fish and chips is or was yeah okay. yes right so that corner was um it got mm-hmm. turned down that the actual spots fish and chips got turned down they're rebuilding right. it and okay. on the on the next corner now we're uh, yeah on the next corner there's a place called uh retreat coffee okay and then towards the right of retreat there's a burger place all bigger burger, and then it's us. So we are located okay. in the same spot where Churn, uh, place a pizza place was located. Okay, Churn yeah, it's been it's been a while since I've gone yeah. to the Green Lake area. So, I mean, you're literally right across the street from the park. Oh yeah, totally. We see the park. From, we see the lake. From so our, I could go for a walk and reward myself with a dozen cookies. Uh, to, you know, it, for, yeah, for lack of guilt. Get a lot of those. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. And how do you like being in Green Lake? How do you like being part of that community? We really like it. People are like super, super welcoming. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just fantastic to see the Green Lake community um, just saying welcome. We hope you guys do well. We're telling all of our friends about you guys. Um, seeing faces, new faces, but also like neighbors coming back. It's like, oh, yeah, I just about to start this show on Netflix, but no, I had to come down and grab a cookie. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So, That's great. So that, it, that is, it is really, it is fantastic. I wish sometimes I want to be in the front. That's, I love being at the front and helping, and okay. helping people uh, get their cookies or make their decisions. <laughs> so do you spend most of your time in the front of the house? For, for now I am. Yes, definitely. Okay. Um, I enjoy it. I love it. Um, we have a great team that we're still like in the process of, you know, understanding the 
the the standards and, and why not. Our shop is designed where people walk in and they see production from house from from their Australian line. Okay. Say. So okay. like uh Ding Time Fun kind of thing. Ding, Ding Time Fun. Uh, the mm-hmm. dumpling place where you see everyone like making the dumplings the, in the back of the house. So that's kind of like the way we our approaches and just keep it visible to everyone that our standards are high as far as cleanliness goes, especially mm-hmm. coming out of this crazy pandemic. Right. Um, so yeah, we, we, I love being there, but I, I want to also get into start visiting like uh, businesses that we can offer them packages for for cookies, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, teams at, at big companies where they treat their staff or, you know, they send boxes. We've had those a lot and but mm-hmm. we think that that could be good. So that's what I will start focusing um, in the next few weeks. So what's your say five year vision? Where's Bell's where's Bell's gonna be five years from now? We we will have we want to have multiple locations. We think that just in Seattle or would you go so you, you plan on staying like a Seattle based uh, no, mean, I'm not we're not opposed to going out of Seattle. We think okay. that bring it this this will be a Seattle company. We want it to be in our box, it says made in Seattle. There's another box that have dozen box that we have that says made with all the good stuff in Seattle. <laughs> okay. So we want okay. that to be a staple if and when we go out of Seattle and we open other stores outside of Seattle. Currently, okay. we've had um, our vision is to go to, to the east side. Mm-hmm. So whether it's Bellevue, Kirkland, Redmond, so that area is growing a lot. Um, that we yeah. <laughs> that we think that we can we can put our flag there <laughs> um, okay. and 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 melt the Seattle freeze over there or bring joy to the community over there. Um, and why not other states? So it's we want to go for more. Okay. So when you're not melting the Seattle freeze one cookie at a time, what do you and the family like to do for fun and excitement? We like to go on local trips when we can, when we have time. It hasn't happened in a while now. Well, I mean, yeah, you just started a business. You've got all the time in the world, right? I mean, come on, (laughs) no, but you got it all working. No, you got to, you got to play. We we balance definitely. Um, we go on hikes. We try to visit rest, local restaurants that are popping up. New restaurants we like. Um, oh, I love what this one restaurant in Ballard. Um, I don't know if it's still open, but after the pandemic, it's called Asadero, and okay. it's a, it's a Mexican steak place. I love my steak. Um, okay. And with Brooke, yeah, we, we we like to try new restaurants. And go out and walk with Isabella, pulling her in her wagon. She loves her wagon. Okay. Um, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty much. That's what you do. So when you're not drinking your your own coffee, 
I, 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 I ask everybody like, where's a good place to get a cup of coffee in since you're in Seattle, we'll say in Seattle. So I do. I, who, uh-huh. Yeah. Where do you, I mean, and it doesn't necessarily, it can be, you know, let me expand on that. So it can be, the coffee's got to be good. I mean, you know, life's too short for bad coffee, but the, sometimes the space is even more compelling than the coffee. I mean, there's, there's coffee shops that are just, in my opinion, a lot of fun to go sit and relax and have a cup of coffee. And truthfully, I'd rather bring coffee from around the corner maybe and sit in this space, but you know, they get, you know, so where do you like to go? If you're going out and you're going to have a cup of coffee, where's a place you like to go? Um, there's three that are my favorites. So, okay. I'll take three. Yeah. So, well, four, including my, my, oh. my, my espresso machine at home. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, careful now. People are going to, people are going to be popping over without putting it on your yeah. camera. They're just going to show up. <laughs> um, yeah, we got this espresso machine and I love trying, you know, I get, I get coffee. I have a coffee subscription, so I get new coffee and, okay. and I love the dialing, you know, um, the grind and the right. temperature. Okay. Brooke loves her mocha in the morning. So okay. I make sure her mocha is ready. I practice my lat yard. Yeah. Um, as uh-huh. far as coffee shop goes, Herkimer, I love Herkimer. It's, it's right here mm-hmm. in Phoenix Ridge. Um, their coffee is just fantastic. They, they carry, they, they look out for, for quality when it comes to coffee. Um, okay. It's a, it's, um, that, that when it comes to the place, they like, it's, it's about coffee. Like you don't go there to get like an amazing pastry because they carry pastries, but no, they're focusing coffee. So I love that. I go also to Santo coffee, Santo coffee. Okay. Um, it's owned by a friend of ours, uh, uh, uh Saunders, uh, soccer player from Colombia. Okay. Freddy, okay. Freddy Montero. Right. So Freddy opened this coffee shop um, and he, and his team brings coffee from, um, it's called Devotion, which is um, from Colombia as well. Okay. And they do a fantastic job. Yeah. Mike over there, um, the lead barista and partner is awesome. And they their design is just spectacular. It's, it, you feel like in an Apple store. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Spot on. That's on point. Yeah, okay. on point. And then Fulcrum Coffee over in Belltown. Um I like them a lot. They carry a lot of Central American coffees. Their, okay. their roastery is over in Georgetown. And they they're really good. They're really good coffee as well. So that's closer to the to our to our other kitchen uh, facility over in mm-hmm. North Queen So that's when I'm over there, that's where I pop it. So the see the nice thing about I mean Washington State in general, but certainly Seattle. I mean it's hard to find bad coffee it's, because yeah. bad coffee does not stay in business very long. If, if you, if you're going to open a coffee shop, you better bring your game. You better bring good, good everything because they, there's too much competition to, to accept a substandard um, cup of coffee or a latte or whatever. Yeah. I, I missed that. Um, they, um, I used to go a lot to the, to La Marzocco coffee the mm-hmm. first Lamarzoco coffee shop in the world, I believe mm-hmm. it was, which is where it used to be where now the, the climate pledge is located. Right. Um, 
I used to, that was a really cool place because there was like a uh, like a stage and someone will talk in. Yeah, KEXP was there and all that. Yeah, yeah. it's really no, that's that's cool. I, you could you could have played with your Lamarzoko to decide which one you could or not yeah. afford, which I can't. Yeah, I was just gonna say, um, have you have you priced a Lamarzoko <laughs> machine? I mean, they are. We just uh, earlier last well. At the time that we're recording this last week, I, I released a, an episode with uh, uh, Howard Bihar, who used to be the uh, president of, international president of Starbucks Coffee. Okay. And he was, he was the one at Starbucks that brought Starbucks into Japan. Okay. And he was sharing a story that in Japan, when they were, when they were getting launched there, they, Starbucks was using La Marzocco machines back in the day. And, Japan made them take one apart and have all the parts tested on it because they want to know what was, you know, the quality of the equipment that was being allowed in a Japanese establishment. And, and I was just fascinated that they, they had to like take apart a Lamazoka machine and literally have it tested to be, to be, um, I mean, don't they know what those things are? Those things are amazing. Um, actually my, my goal is there's, and I can't think of the name of the company. There is a, a, an espresso maker, in south um southwest washington and they make a handmade um manual pull you know not not motorized their their machines look like they're amazing really? and, but they're also like you know i could buy a new car uh <laughs> instead of having a coffee maker but they're really cool and uh that would be kind of fun fun to have in the house but yeah i can dream yeah <laughs> me too so you haven't been open in the cookie business all that long. So this question, you know, may not work, but it probably will work. What surprised you so far about opening the business? Was there something that you thought was going to be like super easy and straightforward and it wasn't, or has something, has something not worked right yet? I mean, Mm -hmm. Mm, it definitely has not been easy. It's not easy. Um, mm-hmm. Like people, if if there's some of the things like, oh, yeah, they just pop in and just design, construct, go. No, I mean, I don't think someone <laughs> will ever think that. I, I should take that back. But um, no, nothing well, has been easy, well, but something that has not like worked. Maybe there's some cookies that really didn't, uh, seasonal cookies that were not like, wow. Um, mm-hmm. we did one that when, when this, when this previous Seahawks season, or I guess NFL season started, we did a Seahawks cookie. Uh-huh. I loved it. It was, a it was a sugar cookie. It was very crumbly, soft, and it was frosted with the Seahawks colors, but we really didn't. Uh-huh. It was awesome. It tasted good, really good. Um, but remember when I was saying like things enter through your eyes, then you want right. them to taste like that or better as they look. Right. It was the opposite. So oh. it didn't look as great. So I don't think like that attract that many people at, at the other okay. shop. And we're like, oh yeah, this is the new Seahawks cookie. <laughs> and I remember like putting the frosting with the, with the blue and green. But the green wasn't the green of the Seahawks. It was like a light blue. And people were like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. 
some people will take it amazing, taste it amazing, but yeah. So that was okay. that's a funny one. Um, All right. Yeah, when we when we did when we decided to go with um with uh with this shop that we have a wall that is a merchandise wall, we knew mm-hmm. it was not gonna like oh our sales are not gonna be driven by the merch merchandise mm-hmm. sales. But right. but yeah, it's merchant people. I mean, I don't know what's about that. It's just more like so- to keep that decorate to deck for decoration, and some people buy it, but. Because I've been in place in local um, ice cream shops, local um, small bakers that they have merch, but I want to get them. So it's probably just broken eye that are really like want to get like merch of other places, but people in general probably not. So maybe we'll have okay, to come well. up with with something. But it, it makes look the store really nice, and it's there, and it's not gonna go bad, you know. Right. Yeah. A, a, a t-shirt doesn't have a pull date. Exactly. <laughs> right. So yeah. that's one thing. And one thing that we do um, want to definitely connect more our, our, our philosophy and, and, and why we are in business is we want to connect more the charity part because we have okay. a wall that is just dedicated for charity. Now let me, Talk if you give me the opportunity, I will talk and explain a little bit more about this. Please do, please do. We have a wall that is dedicated for charity, and we call it the Cause Wall. So okay. we partner with Cause C A U Z E, and it's an app that simplifies the way people donate today. So. Okay. Kind of like, you know how Venmo simplifies the way you pay someone back or you request for, hey, remember those 10 bucks here at Venmo or what's the other one, PayPal. That's that's the right. quickest thing I can think of when it, about cause and, and what is it about. So all the charities within registered within the United States are in the cause platform. So Bell's Cookie Go has a cause profile where we feature multiple charities and this okay. wall that I'm talking about has a vintage fridge, like a vintage fridge design. And mm-hmm. it has our colors, which luckily they match with cause colors is it orange. And it has like a saying, it has a QR code so people can scan that code. And if they feel like they want to. We never, obviously, we don't uh, uh, make anyone pressure to donate or by any means. But they feel like they want to donate ten dollars to, uh, for example, NPH. NPH is an organization that is it's there. Nuestros pequeños hermanos mm-hmm. that supports uh, abandoned children in the Latin American countries. Let's say. Um, X person wants to donate $10 to NPH through our profile. Bell's mm-hmm. Cookie Co. immediately and automatically match that donation. Oh, very so cool. So okay. we want to be more outspoken. It's been two weeks where we're like, again, trying to figure out like the processes here and the cookies. 
but eventually mm-hmm. and soon we're going to make it so it's whether it's a rewards program where you're a regular you build out points or cookies or however we want to call it. we haven't like really nailed that part but we really want to mm-hmm. connect and integrate cookies and experience with charity um okay so eventually we want to go to the point where you build points cookies again um and you can exchange them for more cookies or donate it to this charity that it equals it, it's the equivalent of, you know fifty dollars and okay I think that's great. So it's there. The wall is there. It has the information. But in our training, I mean, I, I take, you know, I, I take this, but um, in the training, we haven't tell ourselves, oh, let's talk, let's mention, because people don't, people are coming to check out this space. And, and that's not like dial, dial, as far as the communication part goes. Okay. Mm. So yeah, we, we that's that's a focus we're starting to implement more and more within our business. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, that would have been a, a an oversight to have left that off yeah. the episode. So I'm I'm looking. I see a, I see there's a photograph here. So mm-hmm. scan the QR code, and you guys are matching donations. Yes, that's, correct. That's an amazing. I I think you've got to find a way to make sure that that's part of your, your messaging. Yeah. That's, you know, take it, you know, no. I, I, Grant, you've got a lot going on right now to get started. Yeah. So that's, you know, but I think that's an awesome uh, additional. Um, and, and we started this partnership with cause back in the days when we first came up with our new box with like our fully designed box. And mm-hmm. um, when we partnered with cause, um, we started this match product and the QR code is actually in the box as well. Very so cool. okay. it's funny. There's already funny. No, but interesting and amazing that since we started that, there's already been donated um, almost $3,000 to all those charities that has been donated. So that's wonderful. It's been very slow, slow in my opinion. I say it, it, it can be because there is a lot of potential with that. Um, but mm-hmm. definitely we do want to make an impact and, and, and not just like, yeah, just put, throw in 10 bucks. We will throw in 10 bucks. It's going to be 20. We, we don't want to make it as impersonal, but eventually we want to make sure Bill's cookie Go is part of this giving back program in, in person, mm-hmm. like whether it's going to a country and build a couple homes, you know, that all mm-hmm. of our clients make it happen not it's not we can't we don't take it's not like we did it's like you by buying cookies you guys did it so we want to make that we want to be outspoken we want to make that more of a clear message excellent so if people want to find out more about bell's cookie where can they find you website definitely bellscookieco.com um Okay. Instagram, Bell's Cookie Co. Facebook, Bell's Cookie Co. It's just all the same. I'm noticing a theme here. <laughs> um, we've been published in a couple of magazines, but not like, um, yeah, like one was in the East Side um, a few weeks ago, not too long ago, in the Seattle Times, just came this small paragraph about a new cookie shop awesome. opening. That was huge. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, definitely 
on Yelp with Kamarabas Belsku Kiko. Um, and okay. in all the all the delivery apps, Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, and now the other Caviar and Postmates that merge with eventually just gonna be one. <laughs> right. And but and also so you guys ship anywhere in the US yes. through through Goldbelly. So right. there people can somebody listening to this in Los Angeles can order cookies and have them shipped yep. to them. It, you, I don't think Uber Eats is going to go from Seattle. Yeah. So Goldbelly is a new partnership we we we, we started, um, and you go there, you find us, and you order. And whether you pick next day or in two days, we we want to keep it only for as max as two day shipping. Um, sure. You get your cookies on your doorstep. Right. And then the address of your of your retail place, in case people want to swing by. You described where it's at, but let's put no, totally. It's six nine zero zero East Green Lake Way North. And you are open Tuesdays through Saturdays. Tuesdays through no, Sundays. Tuesday through yeah. Sunday. Sundays. So you take Mondays off to rest and recuperate because retail's hard, <laughs> and it is. We all we all know that, and everyone deserves a, a day to. <laughs> laundry and bookkeeping and all that stuff. It's not like you're taking a day. Off. Yeah, no, totally. And eventually we think <laughs> because shipping is starting to pick up a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, we are thinking to do Monday for uh, prep and, and boxing and shipping a lot to get to the, um, get those orders out of the way. So Tuesday okay. doesn't start like crazy. And last Monday, right. I mean, I'm back in the office, so I can't say about today, but last Monday that I was um, prepping some shipping orders, I had a lot of people knocking. It's like, are you guys open? So maybe. Yeah. You're, you, Green Lake never yeah, sleeps, man. My, Green, Green Lake never. Might, I just might have to do seven yeah. days. That's a good problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good problem. Thank now. you. Well, listen, I uh, appreciate you jumping on and making this happen. I am excited for uh, coming over and trying some cookies here in the, in the short near future. Uh, the fact that you have gluten-free cookies means my wife will be, she won't complain as much. She <laughs> won't complain at the point. She loves sweets, but she really tries not to eat gluten. So the fact that, you know, there's a, an option for her will be awesome. She'll, she'll appreciate that. And was there something that I didn't ask you that we should have asked? No. Um, I think we cover it. Most of it. Um, we were very, we're very happy about the response of the people in the, in the Seattle area. Um, mm-hmm. because, because yes, it's not easy, but feeling the support of the community is huge. And it gave us, you know, that gasoline to keep going and, Absolutely, and, and yeah, we're 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 super grateful. We take all that very humbly, and, and we, we want people to get more cookies. We want to provide more cookies to the community and, and make it so everyone can try each one of them. So, all right. Well, I really like what you guys are doing. Thank you, Scott. I'm excited to watch 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 and see how you guys grow and develop and. Um, you know, all the best. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me in the, in your show. I've been uh, listening to some of your podcasts. They're awesome. Um, but the checks in the mail. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Appreciate take care. It, Scott. Take care. Bye.
Join us next time for another episode of the Exploring Washington State podcast.